listeners, welcome to the Stogies and Spirits podcast, coming to you live from the Diplomat Cigar Lounge in beautiful downtown Keene, New Hampshire. Is everybody ready? It's time to just cut, light, and suck. Disclaimer, we are all over the age of 21 and do not condone underage smoking or drinking. Please drink and smoke responsibly. right now oh there it is now people can hear us okay i just had to make a couple changes here uh so go ahead and hey welcome to the podcast we're we're back we are back and we should be good just testing all the different cameras and making sure the sound's coming through and it is. okay we don't need to replay the intro you all already heard that Hey, welcome to the podcast (laughs) again. We do not condone underage drinking. No, the no, the disclaimer went through. Yeah, but they didn't hear us talking. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we were we were letting everyone know that we do not condone not at all any of that because we're a bunch of old men, so we don't have to worry about anyone being underage. To your left or to we talked about the CEO to my left and your right if you're watching. Yep. Unless you're watching on TikTok, and then uh, then you can really just see me and Joel. 
But speaking of, after the CEO was introduced, I went ahead and introduced Joel here to my right. Joel? Again, your left. He's a regular at the bar. He enjoys cigar smoking and whiskey, bourbon, and scotch. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, he's actually got a very large collection of his house, which I still haven't seen. Is your wife <laughs> listening? Maybe. Or maybe at a later date. He's got <laughs> no bottles of whiskey at his house hidden from you. Yeah, Nothing. Just, just open ones. Absolutely. Just got six of them. Six, six bottles yeah. only. Six open bottles. Yeah. All um, right. So we're going to go ahead and let you know what this podcast is about. Yeah. Stogies and Spirits. We're the basic person's guide to cigars, alcohol, and life. We are not experts at anything. Um, but No. But we can pretend. We're definitely we, not experts. We can at this. sound confident. I sound um, always confident. We'll probably be wrong, but fifty um, percent of the time, we're it's wrong. all just our opinions. It is. So we do have our own opinions on stuff, for so, sure. Yeah, you get the opinion of the regular guy. Right. Yeah. Opinions also, you know, just like how do you drink your whiskey the way you like it? Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. we haven't even really got into that yet on the yeah. podcast. Like we're still just jumping in a little bit into the shallow end of whiskeys and stuff. Every week we've tried everything almost neat without ice or anything. You yeah. have you have it in an so, old-fashioned sometimes. Yeah, so right now, let me uh, switch over here. So I have this in an old-fashioned. Yeah, um, but you also have it in neat in a glass, and we taste that. And then, yes, yeah, so you right try in front it, of you us. You try it two ways. Yeah, here yeah. it is neat. So we'll get to that. We're yeah. not there yet. No. But that's, you'll see me sipping. But yeah, we talk about cigars. We talk about alcohol. We... And so our, our liquor of the hour. Tonight we're drinking George Dickel. George Dickel. So I have bottled and bond. I have a little Dickel in my drink here. Yep. And there's some we all have a, a little a little tasting a of, little dis- of Dickel. Yeah. yeah. And then the cigar for the night is the Java Mint. So but we'll get more minty. into that. That's yep. interesting. Yeah, that's I gonna have be a lot of questions there. Yeah, I have a surprise for you guys tonight too. Oh, yes. When always, it comes to this, when it comes to the surprise, cigar, yeah, it's always something pretty cool. Uh, right. So we'll talk to after we do those two things. We'll talk to Joel about what he does. Then we'll go into our mystery alcohol, which is well, a mystery. mystery. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll phone a friend like we do every week. Um, sometimes it's just a person we like talking to. We know has a large knowledge of cigars or alcohol then we'll go into a giveaway which i forgot to grab out which i'll have to grab hmm. i won last week you did win last week yeah. what should we do cigars i'll probably do cigars this week yeah. i have some cigars to give away and then we'll sign off so yeah should be a good night pretty easy pretty simple oh but the first literally i i totally missed a bullet point on here okay like literally i just skipped over one like the first thing we're going to talk about now is lighting a cigar Oh, there you go. Like okay. how to light a cigar, how to properly yes. light a cigar. Because I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting in here and I see people lighting the cigar a wrong way and then it burns funny or it goes out or it like what they call canoes and then they blame it on the cigar, cigar or they yeah. blame it on the humidor or they <laughs> right. blame it on everything else but, yeah. but what they did wrong. Sounds right. pretty typical. And, and a lot it's of people like, don't realize how much it affects It's so the flavor, important. How, like very, you said, how very it important. It, yeah. It can, it can turn a good cigar into a bad experience, and that's yeah, that's just not. And not I don't fair. like seeing that. I can, no. I've I've sat behind the bar multiple times, and I've seen people light a cigar, and I'm like, hey, can you just 
give that to me for a second. <laughs> Let me help you out here. I, I take their cigar and they hand it to me. I don't take it out of my mouth, but they hand me the cigar and I just like touch it up and relight it. My daughter's in the audience and she has me light her cigars. Oh, really? Just because she, she can't do it right. She doesn't know so how to do it yet. Yeah. So yeah, let's get into it. We're okay, going yeah, to go. We're we're gonna gonna... teach how to light a cigar, right? All There's right. just seven different steps we have written down here. And Pretty these similar. are oh. basic steps too, because like drinking whiskey, everyone has their own way to do things, but if you follow these basic steps, it should almost guarantee a good burn on your cigar, an enjoyable cigar. Yeah, usually. Um, okay, let's yeah. give it a shot. So we have okay. the close-up here on Josh, so we? we can see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Showing us the cigar. Well, nice. Step one, adjust your flame height. Um, so you fire up your lighter, check out how high the flame is. Also, make sure you have lighter fluid in there. It has so, so I have a dumb fluid. question, but yep. all of all of the lighters you have here are like butane Correct. type lighters. Is that a necessity for a cigar? Or can you light it with just whatever? You can light it with almost anything, but butane leaves the least amount of flavor. Oh, like in like like in oh, the cigar, like it burns so it burns so cleanly. You yep. know what I mean? I never thought about that. Yeah. So like if you use a Zippo, Zippo, everyone knows oh, the smell yeah. of Zippo fluid, and that can kind of transfer into the cigar. into the cigar. Oh. Yeah. So you want to use butane. It burns yeah. cleanly, and you don't want the you don't want the flame too high, but you don't want it really small. You want it. You don't want a friggin' welding torch coming out of there. But like this height, an inch, two inches okay. out is pretty good. And you can use the soft flame, what's that's referred to, but you probably, to do it properly, you probably look at three times the amount of time to light yeah. it with a soft flame versus a, yeah. a butane jet. Yeah. I remember back in uh, back in school, we used to take the Bic lighters and they had like the little lever on the front to mm-hmm. adjust yep. the height and you could like pop the thing off to keep like rolling, pushing it yeah, over yeah. and over so it had this giant flame. Yeah, so there's adjustments on the bottom of this. You can make it a little bit larger. Yeah. But you don't want too, too high. Okay. Yeah, so that's a good height. So, um, as I was saying, you know, adjust the flame. Make sure you want to you want to avoid positioning the flame too close to the cigar because you'll 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 totally ruin the cigar. Yeah, you don't want to like scorch the, the tobacco. Exactly. You don't want to like especially you don't want to scorch the black. outer wrapper. Correct. Over fifty yeah. percent of your flavor comes from that wrapper, and if you mm. if you scorch it, you. There's no saving the cigar, unfortunately. Hmm. Yep. So really, um, there's there's that much flavor just in the wrapper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, it's the thinnest part of the cigar, too. It's amazing um, how it conveys the flavor and taste through it. Yeah, um, that's, that's so you incredible. Wanna, you want to, like, gently just toast the foot. So this end, the, the cut, the already cut end, the open end, is the foot of the cigar. I know we've talked about that last week or the week before. But you want to, like, just gently toast it. So you want to hold it away from the, like... Away from the microphone, preferably. Away from the microphone, <laughs> away from the paper, away from anything flammable. You want, when you start, you oh, so you're like pointing it like right this at, is. Yep. Like you're going side to side. You're not like lighting from underneath. No, you're lighting from the the front. Yeah, near too high now. Yeah, no, I know. I, there you go. I was showing you, but you oh, want okay. to light it just like because the cigar can be anywhere from like you know three eighths of an inch to half an inch or, or like you can see of an inch. I don't know if you okay. can see it on the camera but you can Yo, see you can it, see it. you can see it turning red yeah it's like right? red yeah. and blue and look how high I am away from the flame yeah like you don't need to be right down if you put it I don't want to do it because I want to ruin the cigar but if you were put it right down in the flame I'll oh do, yeah you're going to like, torch the whole I'll thing like yeah don't, you're just going to yeah. burn it yeah absolutely so okay. yeah you want to be up here you can see it going red right, right. you want to see it start slowly turn red and yeah. you want to Rotate it, and as yep. you're doing it, you see that it's turning orange. I don't know if you can see that in the camera. Yeah, you, you absolutely can. You want to get all the edges. You want to turn it a little bit. Yep. And then when you have a decent, like, 
What do you call that little red thing? Cherry. Cherry on yep. the end of it. You want to kind of just start puffing it and lighting it at the same time while also turning it. Okay. Because you want to make sure you get evenly lit right. around the whole entire thing. Well, let's right. see the demo. So as you're rotating that, he's puffing at the same time. And you'll see that flame burst. And that's just, you know, the tobacco catching fire. And again, he'll turn around and he'll blow on the cherry. And what you're really doing is you're checking to make sure that the whole the thing whole is lit. The whole thing is lit. You don't have yeah, like a dry spot. you don't want the spot. outer part lit and the inner part dry. Yeah. Or not lit, excuse me. And because yeah. then it'll Or sometimes stick. there's just like one leaf inside that just is rolled right. too tight and won't light. I've right. seen that multiple times. Right, and interesting. So you blow on the cherry and then um, as you can see, it's it's really lit very evenly all the way yeah, around. There's a little bit right there. You did a good job on that, Josh. Yeah, and then you just puff on it. And if it starts to burn unevenly, you, touch you just up. touch it up little by little by yeah. also holding it sideways. Also, what I do is I tend to smoke larger ring gauge cigars. Yep. So I will do a quarter turn every puff. Yep. And that, that yes. helps because as you draw through that cigar, the, the top of your mouth draws faster than the bottom of your mouth. Yep. You may not think it's that but it big of a difference. But yeah, you're just drawing air through right. it unevenly. So if you right. turn so the turn. cigar... Right. And that will prevent canoeing also because sometimes that's the cause for someone that never rotates. Yeah. yeah. So like I, like I take a puff and then my hand I'll literally just... Turn it a little bit. No. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, do you, like I said, touch-up as necessary. And uh, Yeah, this one yeah. doesn't need much touch-up right now. Depending on the um, ring gauge of the cigar is how much you can talk between puffs. Correct. Um, yeah, like we talked about, we touched on that last week. The smaller ring gauges, you really have to be yeah, um, smoking on it pretty regularly. Oh, to keep it lit. To keep because it lit. It's so yeah, thin. or you'll need more touch-ups. We're a larger <laughs> ring gauge. You can kind of just light it, set it down, bring it back up a minute later, two minutes later. Oh, really? This okay. one, this is a Toro size, I believe. I'm almost positive. Which is 54? Right around that, 52, I think. Two. I think this one's a 52, yeah. yeah. So you'll have to puff on this every 45 seconds to a minute to okay. keep it consistently lit. So you could pick it up, let's say two minutes goes by, you could probably pick it up and start puffing and you'll get something, but it could be like yeah, half you'll of get it's something, not lit. And you'll actually see, like on the cigar itself, you'll you'll see it burning farther down than the wrapper. Okay. And if you puff on that a little bit hard, like you can get it to relight the wrapper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can get it to catch up. Yeah. Do we have any more steps or is that No, is that's, that it? that's it. That, okay. That's it, yeah. So, so you just adjust the flame, make sure your, make sure your torch is full. Adjust the flame height to a nice medium height. Then you hold it in front of the flame, above the flame. You don't want to be on the flame. You don't you want the flame. Like a half inch to an inch above the blue, okay. like where you can see the flame end, you want to be above that. And then yeah. you gently toast it, which means you make it kind of red all around the edges. And then you uh, rotate it while you're, while you're doing that. Nice. And then once you see it totally lit, you puff on it and with the flame and rotate it. You take it up you blow on the cherry to make sure it's fully lit and you're good to go nice yeah pretty simple pretty simple i mean it's it's, it's once you get going like once it's you've done second it nature exactly like, i can i can light a cigar second nature now perfectly yeah. almost every single time yeah yeah now with it's practice, fun. just like anything correct yeah comes muscle memory and like i said when i'm smoking it i just like in my hand i'm just spinning it spinning it spinning it spinning it while i'm smoking it okay nice yeah i like it yeah yeah, but now that we've taught you how to light it, I'll tell you what we are smoking. Okay. Well, we already know what we're smoking. I, we already talked about we're it, but let's yeah. get into a little more detail. Yeah, we're doing the um, Rocky Patel, uh, the Java Mint. Rocky Patel Java Mint. Yeah, so it's minty, 
a little chocolatey. That's what I'm getting off of it. Yep. Especially when you first oh. put your lips on the cigar, you get that initial burst of flavor. Oh yeah, definitely chocolate. And this yeah. is this is an infused cigar, not a uh, not a not a cigar that's dipped. Because there's, there's two ways to add flavor to a cigar. Okay, is there? Do tell. Yeah, like, yeah, please tell us. Yep. So you can infuse it. So basically, so I've infused cigars. I've had a cigar that I didn't really like. Throw it in an airtight Tupperware container with a shot of whiskey. Four weeks later, it picks up a lot of that whiskey flavoring in that cigar. It changes the cigar almost. The other way is like uh, a bad good example. I think everyone's smoked a Swisher Sweet. Those I never dip. have. You haven't, you haven't had no. a whip yet? Oh. We are going to be doing it on this show. I mean, I've uh-huh. definitely smoked the outer portion of the Swisher. <laughs> 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 well, those tend to be dipped or, or even sprayed. Okay. Um, so like they literally of, like coat the outside of the cigar. Yeah. Where this is the like flavor. they infuse the, the tobacco inside the cigar. Right. The whole cigar has the flavor versus just the outer wrapper. Gotcha. Oh. Or, or, or even the, the tips of it because those are obviously exposed to it. Um, I've seen some people take cigars and dip them in whiskey. I've seen like that, that too. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger yep. takes his cigar in... Why, why are you pointing that at me? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger takes his cigar and literally pours tequila all over it. Like Really? Like the whole entire thing. Just pours tequila all over it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's a big cigar smoker. Maybe someday we'll have him on the show. Uh, I'll call him up after uh, after we're done with this episode. <laughs> Give him a jingle. Exactly. Maybe he's watching now. Maybe he is. He, he could know. be. He could be. <laughs> I mean, he could be one of the... Oh, no. They cut off our TikTok. <laughs> we're cut off. I don't um, think they... Appreciate tobacco products. I, yeah, I don't think they like the tobacco. Huh. Aww, that's too bad. We had over 200 people at one time watching us on TikTok, but no way. Yes, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, so anyway. Rocky Patel um, company was founded in 1995. Also, a young company like Drew Estate. Last week, we talked about them. They were 1996, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, initially run entirely by Rocky Patel, but in 2013, he brought his um, brother on Nish Patel. Nish Patel. Yep. Yep. Nish. In 2010, they opened a couple of lounges in Naples called yeah. Burn by Rocky Patel. I've never been to a Burn lounge. I haven't either. I'd love to go. I think the closest one to us is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. It says Pittsburgh, Oklahoma City, Indianapolis, and Atlanta. And I think they're trying to open up one in Dallas. Talk Dallas. About the Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if they get one like Boston or New York or something. A little right. bit closer, closer, to, closer to us. Yeah. It make, doesn't make sense why there isn't one. Maybe a lot of cigar smokers in New England. Get the other part of this building. Yeah. The burn lounge. <laughs> Maybe if the Rocky Patel cigar mm-hmm. rep would mm-hmm. come here <laughs> and sell me cigars, <laughs> hey, I hey. could get these answers for That'd you. That'd be nice. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike from Rocky Patel Cigars. Please come here and sell me cigars. <laughs> There's nice. a little animosity. There. <laughs> a little if you, bit. If you couldn't tell. I Just was a, a little, little upset. A little upset. But Whatever. Um, so yeah, Rocky Patel teamed up with Drew Estate, which we know started with infused cigars, right? Yeah, we talked acid. about that last week. They started the acid brand. So they uh, teamed up and made this wonderful Java line. They didn't start with the mint. The mint is the newest one to the line. Mm-hmm. They have other ones, the Latte and Maduro cherry. and uh, Red. Yeah. yeah, Java Red, which is a little cherry, yeah. which I've tried. I don't get a lot of cherry in it. But this is considered a medium body, a Nicaraguan filler, binder, and Brazilian wrapper. 
The Java Mint is the newest member of the Java line. The finest tobaccos from Nicaragua have once again come together to truly, in a truly unforgettable way. Yeah. Nice. So, I a- typically smoke these uh, in the morning or my first cigar. Um, they're great with a cup of coffee. I do it at night. Um, late. Like yeah. 10 o'clock. I, w- I would think, though, like the Java element to it as well as the mint. Yep. It, that kind of gives me a morning vibe. Well, you don't get a lot of Java in this one. No. It's just considered, they say Java because I think that's the line. Like okay. the, the right. line they came out with was the Java line. Like you can see. Oh, yeah. So like the, they do have a latte. They started with the coffee ones, but okay. then they wanted to add this mint one, but they didn't want to start a new line. Gotcha. So they so just, they just it. threw it on the line, but there isn't really Java in it. No. you got, I get like, like chocolate, but. Okay. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Not really coffee. No. Okay. So, so can yeah. yeah. Here, what give me give me a little little pass here. A little we'll share. Have you had COVID like symptoms in the past fifteen years? I have not have COVID symptoms <laughs> that I know of. I have, but you know. Oh great! <laughs> yeah, that one's yours. You can Caring keep that. Share. You can Sharing keep that cigar. Well, you're going at that thing like a choo-choo train. Choo-choo. Well, I want to get the flavor. Yeah. I definitely taste the mint. Yeah. Um, it tastes like tobacco. <laughs> kind of like a cigar. A little bit of cigar taste in there. I don't know if you can taste that or it's just me. Uh, but yeah, the mint comes in strong. Yeah. It really does. Do you get that little chocolate undertone though? There is yeah. chocolate, Like yes. an undertone. Not it's, like it's not in your face, but it's you get the mint first and you get like And then the, it fades the into the chocolate, chocolate. yes. Yeah. Like if you're eating like an Andy's candy. Oh, there you go. Or like a, what are those other big ones? Yeah. Which ones? Not what are Andy's. You talking Andy's about? are the ones, small ones. Andy's are the, the little like dinner mints. Yeah, what are the big ones? Lint chocolate? No, not lint. That's no. The flat ones. The f- I don't know. Andy's. Andy's are the only ones I know. Andy's are the like the flat rectangles. What's the circle one? Oh, they're flat circles? Uh, Peppermint patty? Yeah. Oh, peppermint patty. Yeah, that's kind of, I kind of get that too. One of my my favorite characters. I don't think we're on that right now. No. No. I think that's next week. Yeah. Charlie Um, Brown's next week. So this size we're smoking is a six, a Toro, which we're all wrong. It's a six by 50. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. It's well, little, I said 50, and you, you said 52. You said 54, yeah. so... Yeah. But, like, know how we, I get the know how we went to, like, <laughs> different sizes? Like, each brand makes, like, yeah. the names, like a Toro, a different size? That's so yeah. weird. weird. You yeah. think it would be standardized. It's so weird. So, like, for instance, I'm going to relate this to something that no one cares about, but I'm going to go ahead and do that anyway. Pants. When guys are looking for pants, if I'm looking for I pants, hate pants, if shopping. I see a 32 and a 34, I know exactly how that pants gonna fit. No, you don't. I do you as a guy. It. No, you no, don't. I, I know pretty much <laughs> pretty close. how it's gonna fit. Wrong. Like no. if the 32 is too tight, I know the 34 will fit. I know yes. if the 34 is is what too loose, the 32 stretch. will fit. And then yeah, they have the stretch and stuff. But I'm just saying, switch to women's clothing. You have women's sizes that are like, I can hear the shaker over the, <laughs> the mic. So I would, um, I in women's sizes, it's like shopping. a size four. It's like, w- what does that even mean? Every brand is completely no, I, I, guess I, I guess I understand, yes. In, in that instance, yes. But I just went pant shopping two weeks ago. And I tried mm-hmm. on Levi's, right? <laughs> I tried on different okay. like models of Levi's. 
Yep. Each model had a different size. Yeah. Like they're all the same size on the label. That's, they all fit way different. That's weird. It is. It's something. It's um, awful. I went pants shop a couple months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What's going on? <laughs> you know, it really made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> I was like, I That's am what they not, to do. I am I not, this not size. a 36 inch waist. I can <laughs> tell you that. Everyone, don't let your dress size determine your self worth. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> My self worth is way more than 36 30. <laughs> yes, I'm short. But yeah, all right. So anyway, wow. back to cigars because that was a tangent. Tangent. So these sizes, which I've never, t- I've never heard of this size. This okay. is the smallest one they have. It's called Express. Like Ooh. express, like it's gonna smoke like it really fast. You're gonna I've never, go quick. I've never heard of that either. It's yeah, probably with that's the, size the Java they say. line they call it. Yeah, but it's a four inch by thirty two oh. ring gauge, which is uh-huh. tiny. So you that's like why? cigarette size. You know what that is? They're tying into the Java espresso. Oh, and that's probably what it is. Because espressos are a little, a little short, yeah. quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then they go okay. to the Petite Corona, which is a four and a half by thirty eight. The Corona, which is five by forty two. The Waif. Which, which is also a weird size. That's a flat cigar. What does that even box, mean? Oh, box pressed. Box pressed. No, it's not even. It's oh, like no, box right. pressed, but it's like flat. Ultra box pressed. Yeah. Really? It's like literally an like eighth of an inch thick. A rectangle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like weird. eighth of an, eighth like of an, an inch. extra thick. long Andy's candy. Oh. Yes. There if you had an Andy's candy that was like maybe four that's what Andy's going candies for. long, that's what it would be. Maybe that's what they were going four for. Four Andy's candies long. Uh, then we have Robusto, which is normal size, five and a half by fifty. That's a pretty standard size. Toro okay. six by fifty, which is not standard. I think that's skinny for a Toro. I'd like a fifty-two yeah. or a fifty-four. It is, but maximum. I mean, two millimeters—is that really going to make a difference? Uh, it does. Uh, what they put inside. For no, the but we remember we learned. It's I guess not, it does. It's not two millimeters. Oh, you're right. It's two one sixty-fourths. Two one sixty-fourths, yeah. yes. which is two sixty-fourths. So one that would be thirty-second. One thirty-second. Yeah. <laughs> Still a pretty small <laughs> amount. I mean, if well, you're you can see, you can, arguing you can really over this. notice the difference, yeah. Okay. And then the, fifth, the size they call the 58, which is a 5-inch cigar by 58 ring gauge, so which is th- a pretty thick cigar for a flavored cigar. Now, do you carry all these sizes? No, I do not. Okay. Right now, for the Java line, I only carry all Toro. Toro, okay. Which so the nice. Toro's the thickest of them. Mm-mm. No, the fi- the sorry, 58. the longest. Yes. Toro's the yeah. longest because it's 6 inches. Yes. The 58 is the thickest. The 58 is the thickest, but it's only five inches. So you probably get the same amount of smoke out of the two. You'll just probably smoke the 58 faster. What I'm going to say. Oh, look at this. This is a Java 58. Let me uh, switch over here to the Josh cam. So this is a, yeah, let's see. I can get up here. This is a Java Toro. Can you guys see that? Uh, It's a little dark. Put your paper behind it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that's the Java Toro, right? Let's yep. see if I can do this without burning myself. Okay. And this is the Java 58. Nice. So these, these are the two largest sizes they make of this line. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. TikTok, everybody left. It was everybody insane. Left. There was like a huge Thanks, rush of hundreds of people, and then now there's like one. So the one thing I will tell you, smoking, I smoked a lot of these. The smaller sizes, you don't get as much intense flavor as you do with the larger sizes. I like the Toro size. I think it's a good balance between flavors and size and length of smoke. The smaller ones are nice because they're tiny, but you don't get the mint and chocolate nearly as much. Really? That's no. a lot more tobacco. Yeah, I don't know. He just It doesn't, kind of, it doesn't come through way, as much. Because yeah. I just don't think there's as much tobacco that's flavored inside of it. Okay. It's a very little. 
So you don't think they flavor the outside? Do you think they flavor the tobacco inside? They flavor inside? everything, they, right? So I believe, and I may be wrong, but when yeah. you infuse a cigar, the cigar is made. Okay. And so you're putting it in an atmosphere that has that flavoring. So it absorbs, the whole cigar absorbs the flavoring. Okay. Um, or, you know, if it's a dipped cigar, then just the outside wrapper and maybe maybe the foot, but you burn that up right away. Yeah. Um, you burn that up right away and make then that one. So it, it short lasts. Oh, throughout this whole smoke, you'll have the same flavor um, because it's infused. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So. Maybe um, we should call Mike. I could be like, hey, Mike, how does this work? I have his number. I have his number. Yeah. Ooh, let's call him. <laughs> no, he won't pick up for no. me. No. He may for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just got to touch this up a little bit. It's burning a little bit funny. I'm just putting it up and down and smoking it weird. So if you have to touch it up, you basically just go ahead and do it again. Like kind of just the same way you were lighting it the first time. Just going to roll it it around. Yeah, so you'll see see like one spot that's not burning as much, so it's higher. So you kind of want to just touch that up and get it back to where it's burning. So so when you touch it up, I noticed you had the lighter underneath it when you were rolling it versus going straight at it like you were the first time. Correct because you're not going to really be able to touch it up through the ash. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. And you don't want to flick the ash. Uh, I, find that these, I find these cigars, because they're infused, I think, the ash is really light. Okay. And it just kind of just falls off wherever you are if you don't get it off of there. Hmm. Um, <coughs> the ash right. is an indication of the age of the tobacco. Oh, okay. So if you... Tell me more. If you go with... if. If your ash is really dark, it's a it's a younger tobacco. If it's really light and white, it's a it's a well aged tobacco. Okay, so looking at Josh's, we're gonna close up on his again. Okay. What? Uh, uh, you can put the paper behind it. Okay. So that looks. What would you say? I would say I'd it's say pretty it's light. Well, yeah. So it's well aged tobacco. And again, what? So what that does too is. Um, what, tobacco gives off ammonia as it's as it's maturing and aging. And okay. They're fermenting it, and uh, the, so the longer you ferment it, the <clears throat> the more of that ammonia is taken out of it. Um, oh. Like my wife will smoke cigars with me occasionally, mm-hmm. but I gotta wait to light mine up because <clears throat> once she hits that ammonia flavor or even a hint of it, she hands me the cigar. So instead of having two cigars going, um, you know, I, uh, I'll I'll smoke I'll finish her cigar. Gotcha. Oh, and it's something nice. um, as as you smoke a lot, you kind of get used to it. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's usually an indication of how well uh, fermented and aged the tobacco is. So that's what we're smoking tonight: the Java Mint. Java Mint. Very good. I think this would I think this would be a good beginner cigar. Like if you were yeah. coming in, absolutely, you had never been in here before. You want to try something. You want to be here. You want the atmosphere. This would be something I would go towards. I agree with that. Any 100%. of the Java line. Very you, easy to smoke. If you Very start easy. in the walk-in humidor, it's going to turn you off. Yes. Yeah. Go to the little flavored humidor. Yeah. If, if the place mm-hmm. doesn't have a flavored humidor and, and the flavored ones are in the humidor, maybe ask the attendant or the bartender or someone to show you where the, this stuff is. But this yeah. would be a good one. I don't it's think it's too heavy. It's going to be a lot more pleasing to the palate. Oh, yeah. Especially if you've... Never and I love when people smoke. light these up. Like, even when I'm working behind the bar, if someone lights one of these up, it always makes me smile because it yeah. smells so freaking good. Yeah. It smells it so good when the, when it's burning. Can you smell it? Over I can there? smell it. Well, and I tried it. Yeah, but do you, can you smell like the Well, you turned flavor? me up here, I think. 
Did no, you do that? No. no. Okay, not so I'm not getting the smoke that I was before, but I, maybe I'm getting his. I don't know, but I can definitely smell it. Yeah, a little minty. Yeah, it's minty. Yeah, definitely so they minty. say um, mint chocolate chip ice cream, okay. dark chocolate covered mint cookies, and like the Girl Scout ones. Oh, uh, they thin mints. Yeah, Thin Mints. Are you allowed to say, oh, is that copyright? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> My daughter's going to be selling them soon, so. There you go. <laughs> if you need plug. some cookies, <laughs> reach I actually out brought you guys to the diplomat. Tonight. Yeah, I brought you all mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay. To try with this. You had me excited. I thought you had Thin Mints. <laughs> not yet, man. They're but the ice yet. cream's good, too. All right, keep talking about ice this. Cream's good Let me, too. I have to go get the ice cream because okay. we don't have it right here. Oh, okay. So Josh is going to go get the ice cream. We're going to flip, uh, well, TikTok. Man, TikTok. I had a run. Shut us down. Huh? I'm, I had a run. That was exciting, but hey, that's okay. All right, so I'm going to look. Okay, York, Pe- York Peppermint Patties is literally on the sheet <laughs> that we have here. Hold on. I'm going to switch here since Josh is gone. Okay, yeah, you can't see it, but on our little cheat sheet here, it literally says York peppermint patties, which took us 19 minutes to figure out what he was talking about. Uh, also says mint gum. Um, oh, like double mint? I guess Maybe. like any, I mean, most gums are mint, right? Yeah. I mean, typically, those, those are if you have a gum, high, it's mint. High strength mint. The, the, I think the chocolate undertone kind of mellows us out, so it's not. Okay, not yeah, mellow. that's true. I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. All right, back to the... Back to the big one. All right. And then what else we have here? We also have, um, it says dark chocolate and, of course, mint flavors all blended together with natural tobaccos. The smell of cigar will make you crave mint chocolate chip ice cream. Are we all just, like, digging into, like, a big old no. vat of... COVID, man. I got us all oh, little ice creams. Th- oh, like from an ice cream shop. Yeah, I went to the local ice cream <laughs> shop and I bought us ice cream. You want to give them a shout out? Uh, yeah. Do you remember what they're called? <laughs> Rick's Gourmet Ice Cream. Rick's Gourmet Ice Cream. Yeah, all thank right. you very much. They thank you, Rick's. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we don't yeah. mind paying full price for stuff just because no, we... we're no. on the podcast, giving them a shout out to the four people watching. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna, just kidding. All right, mm. so <laughs> this smells good. It smells just like my cigar. I I, I smell mint with uh, undertones of chocolate. <laughs> is that, is that what you're getting to? You're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you guys, mm. try, you guys try that. I'm gonna take a little. This is good. Shout out to Rick. Yeah, he knows how to make some Rick. ice cream. <laughs> good job mixing your ice cream, Rick. I know how to spill ice cream all over the floor. I don't suppose you brought us some napkins. I did not bring us napkins. Maybe uh, we'll just make a mess here. It's okay. I do know a good floor cleaner. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I've heard of some. You yeah. want to give him a shout out too? Uh, no, Granite State Carpet Care. Yeah, I heard they're the he best. He does a great job. You know, he cleans the floors here. Yeah, he does a great job. <laughs> yep, great job. All right, so. While you enjoy these cigars and munch on some of this ice cream, I think it's time for us to move into... Oh, actually, before we move into the the bourbon, or, well, whiskey, sorry. Before we move, move into the whiskey. Whiskey, not bourbon. Not bourbon. Tennessee. Tennessee From Tennessee. whiskey. Can't be a bourbon. Yeah, I can. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No? Yep. No? Oh, I think I got to Google yeah, it. I do want to bet. <laughs> what makes it a bourbon oh, is... Shit. Not being messed with before it goes in the barrel, which disqualifies 
Tennessee, Jack Daniels. Needs to have a 51% corn mash bill. I think I actually have the mash bill on here. Do you? Mm, what is it? 84% corn. Yep. 8% rye. Yep. Jack Daniels is more than 51. But it, they, they mess with it before they put it in the barrel. They filter it before it goes in the barrel. That's, that's what disqualifies it. Oh, yeah. It goes through the charcoal, charcoal, charcoal yep. filter. Yep. This, Wait, does, this does too. This, this does too? Yes. After or before the barrel? Before. So George Dickel does make a bourbon, but that's not what we have. Okay. This is a whiskey, according to Google. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go through some of this while we're eating and smoking? Yeah, I can, I can go through some of this here. Um, so as we said, it comes from Tennessee, which, which doesn't necessarily make it a whiskey, but I thought it did. Uh, produced in Tullahoma in Coffee County. So we're off, off on that Coffee Java. You see what I did there? Thing there again. See what I did there today? I, 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 I like that. That was, Thank a, good, you. That was Thank a good choice. Okay. Today it's owned by Diego. Oh, Diego? Diego. Yeah, Diego. Diego, I think it's spelled interestingly. D-I-A-G-E-O. So I want to like say Diego. I don't think that's But right. it's it not Diageo. Diageo? <laughs> I don't know. Diageo. Probably Diego. If it's um, on a purse, it's Diageo. There you go, <laughs> exactly. A bottle, or a Diageo. perfume bottle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the modern brand was introduced in 1964. So I'm curious what it means by the modern brand. I'm wondering, oh, I bet you it's going to tell me about the one before that if I get if I keep reading instead of interjecting and putting in my own commentary. So I will stop that. <laughs> Anyway, it was introduced in 1964 through the distillery. Um, oh, though, through, <laughs> there's no R there. Though, the dis- you could tell I, I, I read this before the podcast. I didn't realize that both of my hosts were going to be eating ice cream through the entire podcast, and I'd have to single-handedly take over this thing. But that's okay. I got this. It's, yeah, again, shout out to Rick's. Um, so, the distillery has a long history. Whiskey production and aging takes place at the Cascade Hollow Distillery, uh, which offers tours to the public. And I've noticed a lot of uh, a lot of places do offer tours. So yeah. one thing that I do whenever I'm on vacation or I'm going somewhere uh, different, I'll look up different distilleries or uh, just like any kind of alcohol production places because a lot of times they do tours. And it's awesome. I mean, just to see even bottling plants and things like that, you get free samples a lot of the time. So it's really cool. So I definitely say do that if you are planning on going somewhere it is Um, part of the whiskey trail so if you wanted to travel down to tennessee you could hit all those different with uh distilleries jack daniels is part of it and i would assume yeah and if you're going to tennessee this is something you definitely have to put on your list tell you what i went to uh distillery tour for buffalo trace in kentucky Mm. and the one of the Best smells I've ever smelled in my life is when they take you into the Rick House where all the barrels are aging. Yep. It's absolutely amazing. It, really? It's just, I, I've never smelled anything so good. So I'm from California and I've been to a bunch of wine tasting things and wine tours and they take you like, there's this one that uh, I can't remember the name of it, but you go underground and the way that they keep all of their barrels cool instead of having, you know, cooling yeah, and systems system, yeah. and everything, they just keep it underground and underground it's just naturally cool. Constant temperature. 
Exactly. So it's 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 perfect. And then you can they literally like take the thing out and you get to try it right there. Um, that's the most I've done. Uh, but I definitely and I've done like beer tours and stuff, but I'm I have on my list to do one of these alcohol tours. I was down in Puerto Rico and I was supposed to do one of those tours. And then uh, it ended up I forget. I think it got rained out or something happened. But anyway, hurricane on the list. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah they got a couple of those. So moving so, on. Yeah, he oh, was, uh, ahead, George Joshua. Gickle was Take born it. in uh, 818, 18, 818. Oh, my goodness. 1818. Yep, those are two numbers. And immigrated to the United States in 1844. He founded a business in Nashville, Tennessee in the 1850s and began selling liquor in 1861. After the Civil War, he operated a liquor store on South College Street in Nashville, which I'm certain is still there. Not the store, but the street. Mm -hmm. And in the The store might be there. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I should have looked that up. (laughs) In the late 1860s, he founded George A. Dickel and Company, a wholesale firm which bought whiskey from regional distillers and distributed it in barrels, jugs, and bottles. He did end up dying in uh, 1894, um, and his share of the company was willed to his wife, and although he said, told her to sell it, she actually retained her share of the company, um, but didn't participate in the operations. Um, and so then, who was running it? Uh, he had a partner... Um, Early on, his brother-in-law of Dickel, who had initially worked for the company as a bookkeeper, became partner in uh, 1881. So he was already a partner before he died. Uh, and then she kind of, she had, she actually passed away in 1916 and willed her oh. shares all to this gentleman, um, Schwab, oh. Victor Emanuel Schwab. Uh, Who's he? He was the he was the brother-in-law. And oh, okay. The, uh, so basically, he, he took over the yeah, full he was the ownership. Then. Yep, he took over full ownership in 1916, and then obviously in 1920, uh, they shut down altogether because prohibition. And unlike Old Forester, they did not get a license to sell liquor as a medicinal a medicinal purpose. purpose. Ooh. So yeah, they didn't get to open back up. So they shut down. Yeah, they were totally shut down, and uh, in 1933. When it was repealed, uh, prohibition was repealed. Um, Schwab's heirs sold the brand to a Shenley Distilling Company, but in that amount of time, they never had the recipe written down. So they actually had to go back down to the old distillery and find people that had worked oh, on wow. that on that whiskey and find the recipe again. They were like a hundred years old, probably, <laughs> or there could have been some younger people. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and then obviously Shenley Distilling Company in 1964, the first George Dickel Tennessee whiskey was bottled. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I, if you actually read the label, uh, they use the old Scottish spelling of whiskey without an E. Oh. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. Uh, instead of the more common American English with the whiskey with an E. According to the company, this is because Dickel believed his product to be as smooth and high in quality as the best Scotch whiskeys. So he well, that's a that's a pretty big claim there. Yeah, he felt like he was at that time that. Scotch whiskeys were like a huge thing. So oh yeah, he felt like he was. I feel above. like they still are. No, I think so too. Yeah. Well, especially too the the way they mature Scotch versus bur- uh, whiskey, um, like your wine uh, yeah. in Scotland, they put it all underground and it's like ambient 50 degrees and it sits there for years and it's a second barrel 
the barrel's already been used for something else. Mm -hmm. And then nice. where, you know, this stuff's brand new and that's a pretty huge claim to make that claim. Yeah. Let's see here. What else do I have? What else did I do? And thank you for correcting me. I did not realize it was not a bourbon. I thought it was a bourbon. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I'll get into that right now, actually. This one that we're drinking tonight was um, distilled in the um, fall season of 2008. So this was from 2008. Okay. So my youngest daughter was one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. They say inviting nose of bright, fresh cherry, cedar, and almond with structured oak finish. With a sweet palate, with a sweet and hot palate of caramel, the maturity of this whiskey gives a lasting finish. So this is bottle and bond. So this is going to be. What does a, that mean? Bottle as of last week, Don told us bottle and bond, the what? bond thing. They had to they had to bottle at least a hundred proof. Yes. Yeah. So a minimum four years, I think it is. I don't know. If there was an age statement Don told us, but it had to be at least a hundred proof. Yeah. But the mash bill for this is 84% corn, 8% rye, and 8% malted barley. So this is going to be the highest corn mash bill we've tried so far. Okay. So sometimes with with higher corn mash bills, I find it to be a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Because um, corn has a lot of sugar in it. Yeah. Sure. And so what proof are we looking at? So we know it's over 100. This, no, this is 100 even. Yeah. They bottle made and bond is bottle and bond is even. at 100, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. At 100. Okay. Yep, so they, uh, the distillate is chilled. Oh, I just learned this tonight. There was a gentleman at the bar. He's not here now. Okay. He told me he was watching or went to this whiskey tasting. Yeah. And they said if you smell whiskey mm -hmm. with your mouth open, it smells different than if you smell it with <laughs> oh, your... Oh, shut up. So, like, yeah, when they say you go to smell yep. whiskey, you're supposed to be talking. So your mouth is open and you're not... It does make a yes. difference. Yeah, because so you, you know have how we always like smell receptors. Yes, it always smells like. We acetone. always say it smells like acetone because our mouths are closed when we're smelling yes. it. You have to smell it open, and you actually just can smell that. the freaking smells. Yes, I just learned that tonight. That's insane. I've been See? tasting whiskey forever. <laughs> we are not experts. No, but we're getting. There. <laughs> we're getting By there. By the end of this, we we're will learning. be the authority on stogies and spirits. Yeah, we're not very good. No. So, no. all right. So, but, yes. So, right. the distillate is chilled to 40 degrees Fahrenheit, mellowed in vats filled with t 10 to 12 feet of charcoal for 12 days before they're being placed in the barrels at uh, 55 proof. So, yeah. It, it, it does okay. go through the charcoal like a Tennessee yeah. whiskey. The, I think they call it the Tennessee process. I don't know. I'm not sure. Couldn't tell you. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there anything special out of Tennessee? Like, there's a lot of whiskeys that come out of Tennessee, but is there any, like, special thing that only it has to be done in Tennessee for it to be counted as something? I don't think so. I think no. it's more of the process. Yeah. Um, yeah that, like, you can have the process for anywhere that. Yeah, and like, say it's a Tennessee-style whiskey. Okay. Right? Like, bourbon, it has to be done in the United States. Yes. Um, if someone did the same thing in Canada, just on, across the border, it's not a bourbon, which is kind of weird. Same Scott, thing with champagne and tequila. Scott, correct. Yes. Champagne. Champagne's yeah. only called champagne if it comes from Champagne region. Otherwise, right. it's a sparkling wine. Right. Prosecco. Uh, scotch is like if it has to be done in Scotch. Scotland. Or Scotland. Thank you. Um, the other thing too is like a lot of uh, Japanese whiskeys are uh, are based off the Scotch 
Scotland's process, and but you can't call it scotch, but it's just as smooth as any scotch. You know? So I've actually heard a lot. I guess there's not a lot of regulation around Japanese whiskeys, and you can have some, like people will pay thousands of dollars for that are just incredible, and then there's a lot of them that are just awful because there's nothing like saying that you... They don't even have to be made in Japan. Like, there's no, almost no regulation to what can be bottled as a Japanese whiskey. I'll, I'll have to find that information. It's, it's I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, if you scroll through TikTok, you might find it, because <laughs> that's where I got it. So I don't know how legit it is, but that is uh, that is what I heard. So, so I'm, some more I'm going to take a sip of this yeah, to see if I can get some flavors. Yeah, some more tasting profiles and tasting notes I hear. I smell um, cherry. I so definitely cherry, smell cherry. Cedar, almond, bright fresh cherry is what they say. Absolutely. The uh, cherry comes through strong. Ground honey, maple syrup, creme brulee, vanilla custard. Um, they say it gets sweeter with thyme. Okay, with I a, can smell the honey too. A little dried grass, oak, and mint to supplement it. I don't think our palates are I get well no dry grass, that no was, mint. That was like on the flavor. Oh, on the flavor. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yep, yep. Sorry about that. There isn't much fruit. There isn't much fruit with just a little underlying apple and citrus flavors. Mm, maybe. Dickel bottled, bottled in Bond has the usual charred oak, cinnamon, and nutmeg. That'll be smell. Yeah. Taste. Yeah, I can get a little bit of cinnamon. I don't think uh, nutmeg? Maybe. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, it's hard too that our palates are a little messed up between the ice cream and the cigar. Ice cream killed the palates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing, Josh? Sorry about that, boys. It was enjoyable though. Thank I you. I will not bring ice cream ever again. <laughs> Apparently, you're dropping easy. spoons on the ground and putting them right back in. I did. Is <laughs> the people in the comments saw that? Did they really? <laughs> yes, they did. That's awesome. <laughs> you can't That's, hide from anything. I can't. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. It makes my immune system stronger. Sorry. What do you guys think of this? The bottle um, and bond. I really like it. Um, Have you ever had it before, Joel? Uh, it just came out this year. I, I had it here yep. last week. Okay. Um, but it's I like it because a lot of bottled and bond, if it's not, it's not if the master distiller, everyone has their own preferences, but usually bottled and bond will just smack you in the face with the alcohol. The thing I enjoy about this is you taste it. You taste it first, and then midway is when you get that little bit of alcohol burn. Yes. And then as you finish it, it has a long, long finish, and you get like a lot of those flavors you were just reading about. Um, Are you guys that, done with your ice cream? I don't mean to interrupt, but Kaya's coming over to grab your oh. ice cream if you're done with it. Yeah, Before absolutely. they just melt into into the equipment. Into my, mine's uh, below the melt level. I'm okay. You're good. I'll drink it later. Uh, shake. Thank you, Thank Kaya. You. So, yeah, no, I 1,000% agree. You can try it if you like. It's great ice cream. <laughs> it's from Rick's. Yes. Rick's. I 1,000% agree. I, you can taste this one. A lot of them you can't taste, but maybe I need to taste it with my mouth open. So I have, <laughs> With your nose open? With my nose, with open. nose open. I have not tried this thing yet with your mouth open and your nose oh, open. Oh, try it. It's, well, so, wait, before, try it with your mouth closed. And then compare it yeah. to doing it with your mouth open. So it's like a whole closed. new world. Right. My mouth, my mouth is closed, which is very rare. Oh yep. my god, it smells I, like acetone. It's, yes, it's very strong. It's you just get full alcohol. This now, has been sitting here for a while. Now open that mouth up. Just keep. I'm just gonna keep talking and smelling at the. 
No, no, yeah, open your mouth, yeah. I, I don't want to just, that looks fucking weird. I know, it looks weird, but just like, do how it. How can I, can I just, can I, oh, I can. Nobody cares. No. It's not like I, I put can, the like, camera right on your face while you're doing it so you look weird. Actually, that if would I be, put my, oh, if you put your mouth, if you put your mouth and your nose in the glass, that works. That works. Open mouth? Or doesn't closed it, mouth? No, it doesn't even have to be open all the way, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It does. I agree. Like I am so. getting, I am getting some different flavors. Yeah, definitely is totally different. The acetone See? thing goes away. This is what we're trying to teach people, the basics of cigars and spirits. Because you would never know. No. You would never know. So you could, like, someone watching this podcast could go into a place and be like, hey, let me smell that, or let me have some, and yeah. they actually look like they know what they're doing. So yeah. I just remembered, I forgot, can we rewind a little bit, and I can I get... It. No, hold on. Can I get ratings... Oh, that's you knew that's where I was going. Can yeah. I get ratings on the cigar? Yeah, I know. Like one through ten. Please use decimal points. And point zero is not a valid score. Something point something. So you're really doing it on a one to one hundred scale. This is a good cigar, like in my opinion, it's very mild, medium. It's easy to smoke. I could smoke maybe one of these, though. Like, I'm not going to smoke two or three of these mm -hmm. just because there's so much flavor in it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a 6.8. 6.8. Oh, yeah, so I agree with what you said. You can't smoke a bunch of these in a day, or I can't. Um, yeah. Again, it's for me, it would be a first cigar or maybe an end, like a dessert cigar after, you know, a four-course meal or something. Um <laughs> The burn on mine, I haven't had to touch it up, and I've sat it down to eat my ice cream and picked it up. Yeah. I give it an 8.9. Ooh, wow. You really like that cigar. I do. It's, it, like I said, it's very good. And realist, uh, for, a, for a first cigar, um, that's what you, uh, that's what I want. I don't want to have to mess around with my first cigar of the day. I don't want to, you know, I just want to. As an 8.9, though, we could almost find you smoking one of these. If you had them in your house, we could find you smoking one almost every night or every morning. Yeah, you, you could. Like I could, yeah. You if could. I, if, if you had the someone opportunity. Someone gifted me a box of them. I, you could smoke one yeah. every morning. All right. Yeah. I think the 8.9 is. I think that's valid. I think it's a valid score. Yeah. yeah. Like I think it's I said, high. I mean. But cool. I don't know cigars. Yeah. And with your. Uh, expertise. Expertise and the fact that you're willing to smoke it every day. I'm, I'm going. That, that's a valid score. Yeah. I'll take it. We're taking it. 8.9. Absolutely. I went 6.8. 6.8 or 9? You went uh, 6 point something. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, me either. I typically don't do that. Pay attention? Yeah. Yeah, I, I find that <laughs> so, I'm going to go I still get distracted easily. Still going 6.8. I really 6. like the cigar. Okay. I'm not going to smoke it every day. Even if I had it, I don't think I would smoke it every day. Yeah. Just because I don't smoke every day. Sure. But I really like it. I think it's a good cigar to start with. Okay. Now, back to the whiskey. Yes. We're actually on the rating for the whiskey, too, I think. We're on the rating for the whiskey. So, I feel like for, for 100 proof, this is very smooth. Um, at the same time, it's still got a kick, but I do like what you were saying, where you do get the flavor before it kicks you, and then you which get is the flavor nice. After and that, then you that. get, yeah, that little after. Because uh, last week on that uh, 150th anniversary... Oh my goodness, the 126 proof? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight alcohol. I wouldn't buy it. No. Yeah, it was cool to have. Yeah, no, nice I'm glad taste. I tasted it. I don't yeah. have to buy the bottle now. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I've had, like, uh, 
One of the best bourbons I've had was 127, and completely different alcohol profile on how it hits you and stuff like that. Yeah. Because you could taste that. And now, and it could be because my palate was destroyed after sampling all the other ones, you know. But again, it's just a lot of alcohol in it. Yeah. yeah. This is good. I agree with you. It's very good. I do get a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. It's 100 proof, but it doesn't taste like 100 proof to me. That, I, I drink agree. a lot of whiskey, and this does not taste like 100 proof. No, no. not at all. Yeah, I get very little of that like alcohol bite in your mouth and like that burningness. Right. I don't get it. I don't know why. So college kids looking to get messed up, this is your alcohol right here. If you here. want to spend, I think it's like $45 a bottle, Ooh, $50, yeah. they're it's not going to want this. No, they want the plastic bottles. So, yeah. I would get it uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yep. Seven point five. Okay. But what about at the oh. same time? It's also worth like when I when I buy bourbon, if it's a good bourbon, I'll, I'll buy two. One to have, one to. So save this is until, one you would have and save. Yeah. You could oh. find this in your in your collection, yep. which is six bottles. Yeah, but I give it a, a, a <laughs> the re, seven is kind of the price point because there's another bottle in bond that I really like that's fifteen bucks. No. Really? Yeah. Which is what? Uh, Evan Williams. B- Evan Williams Bottle and Bond. Yeah. Is as good as this. Not as good. But, but the price point. For the price point. For the price point. Three of them are better than yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. one of these. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And, and, it's a, and that's one of those ones you can have it in a uh, uh, neat with ice. It, you know, I'd be interested to see how this tastes with water. See if, it, if the flavors hold up or what the alcohol oh, does when you add yeah. some water to yeah, it. Yeah, a couple drops, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go um, seven seven. Ooh, okay. I like it. It's good. It's flavorful. Mm-hmm. It's um a little still a little bit rough for me to drink it straight. Yeah, I'd like it a little bit smoother if I was gonna sit down, no ice, just drink it straight. Woodford is still the high the high one for me for doing that. The way I'd we're agree. tasting it. Yeah, um, and time will tell. Can can we still get this in March? Correct. You know that. Yeah. That's yeah. the biggest thing because sometimes they release and that you gotta wait Correct. six months. Yeah, to this a year. was a, this was like a single release. The only other time they released a bottle and bond George Dickel yeah. was the same exact whiskey in two thousand and twenty. So it's so aged two years. It's aged yeah. two extra two, years than the previous yeah. release. Yeah. So they okay. could still have some more. They might release in another two years. Yeah. And we'll try it then and tell you what we think. Absolutely. Hopefully, I still have a bottle of this one. But seven point seven is the number for this. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna take it a little lower, not too much, but I'm at. I I really want to go a little bit higher, but I can't, and I'll tell you why. Uh, so I'm gonna do seven one, uh, much lower than than what you're giving it. But here are my reasons. I'm not a big hundred proof guy, so this is more of a preference score than like an overall score of what this should be from like a master distillers trying in and all of that. This is just my personal preference. I don't like the, the heavy hundred proof alcohols as much as the typical 80 that you see. 80 to 90. Yeah. 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 Right in that range. So uh, it's a little strong for me, even though I do in the, the only reason it's in the sevens is because you can get the flavors as soon as you drink it, which is really nice because you typically don't yeah. get that. Um, so that's why I'm in the sevens, but I can't go, I can't go above a seven one. I want to kind of go seven two, but I, it's just too strong for me. Uh, not something I drink on the daily. 
Uh, and I'm really not trying to drink to to get drunk. So no, we this... like to we like to enjoy the alcohol when we drink it. Exactly, we're choosing something because Absolutely, we want yeah. it. Exactly. So that's why I feel like I might even take a, a regular, a non uh, hundred proof version of this and give it a score higher than this really? one. I might. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have bought some. I don't even know if yeah. they have any. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think they do. Do they? I don't, I don't know if they have it. I'm just store. making things up here. I guess I don't know. No, no, no I don't no, think. No, they I do just don't think they get where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, they do make it. It's just New Hampshire's funny. Sometimes they get stuff. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, and it's tough in in New Hampshire because you can't buy it from anywhere except for the state. You have you to wanna, buy it through the state liquor store. If yes. you, yeah, if you want to have alcohol in New Hampshire, you have to buy it from the state, which is. I don't know. It's nice because they keep the price low, and you see a lot of people coming from other areas. True, they do to buy alcohol. So, people, like the prices in New Hampshire, there's are no competition. Low. They're very close. It's not very at close. MSR. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Usually, it's always at M- MRSP. MSRP. MSRP. I'm Manufacturers, dyslexic. sales, retail yes, price. I'm dyslexic. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, you are dyslexic I for am, real. No, I am actually dyslexic. Yeah. yeah. Was that was that a hate crime that I just committed I there by so, correcting yeah. so, you on that? You'll hear from my lawyers. I, I apologize. Quick, we need to get a coloring book and a puppy. All right. Yeah, so that was good. I have really enjoyed tonight so far. Yeah. What's next on the on the docket here? Do we, we have a mystery? We literally have a mystery alcohol that every week someone's been here that's told like the bartender what to choose for a mystery alcohol. This week it is literally her choice. Like we have okay. zero. Oh, we have to call her up though, right? Yeah, I'm gonna call her up. She's is she busy? I think she's in the back getting ice or in the okay. bathroom. All right. Well, we can wait. I wonder if she has her phone with her. Um. Probably not. Probably not. So, you mentioned I have a large collection of bourbon. You have six bottles. Six bottles, yeah, which is large. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, like we were talking, and like you were talking, uh, we drink to enjoy the flavor of it. We're not, we're not, you know, twenty-one anymore, where we're just taking shots of one fifty-one. We are definitely not twenty-one <laughs> or under. You know, and uh, so I have a rule that, like, I'll only have three bottles of bourbon open, two scotches. Um, Two or three other whiskeys, and I I don't open another bottle until until I, you finish. Yeah, because if not, I'd have yeah seven bottles open. Mm. You know, instead of six. <laughs> they don't want that. No, and you know, and they say like, uh, once you crack a bottle, air gets in it and changes the flavor and stuff. And mm. I don't. Is that true? I just don't. It, it can't to a certain okay. point, especially if like. If you let it sit in the sun, if it's sun every day oh. and stuff like that, that affects the flavor. Even a sealed bottle, it'll yeah. mess with the flavor and stuff. So Interesting. Know. I did not know that because a lot of people just say, oh, it's alcohol. It lasts forever. There's no expiration date. You can just... No, well, I believe the second podcast or th- you had the bottle of uh, Old Crow Rye. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe. From 46, yeah, maybe. 42. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't try that on the podcast. No, I don't think so. Okay. No, no, no. No. We, had, we had regular Old Crow. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But that was with, that was our first episode. I think was that was it? the Woodford. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. Well, Woodford Reserve. Yep. There's a company in uh, Kentucky that he has a business where he buys older bottles, and then you can go there and try them or buy a bottle and stuff. But it, it's a fifty-fifty. If it's good or whether bad. it's good or bad. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're great. Other times there's like. I do that with wine. I buy a lot of old wines. Right. Yeah, and, and typically now are you able to return them if they're. <clears throat> Nope. Bad? No, nope. it's, it's, no. it's no. luck of the draw. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like with wine, same thing. If you don't, if one, oh. if that bottle of 
60 year old wine wasn't taken care of yeah it's it's not gonna taste it's gonna taste like vinegar Correct, right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah wine is way worse wine you have to baby it because right. it it can go bad so quick well, so how about we just uh how about we skip to phone a friend okay Cause yeah, because I don't know where she went. She's. I think she's going to be making oh. some drinks when she comes back out, too. Uh, yeah, probably. She. I believe she is she's filming right in the bathroom again. <laughs> All right, let's call Josh. Let's get what his... Josh... Gil. We're gonna oh, call our, our bringing other host. Gil back. Okay. Yeah, he's actually our, our other host. Is on leave right now because he's military. He went down to see his family for the holiday. Who are in Tennessee. He is in Tennessee. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Sergeant Gill Are you driving? on the podcast. <laughs> Sounds like you're driving. He is driving. Yeah, I'm driving. Yeah. I hey, man. Tell. Well, just wanted to call you. This is the part of the podcast where we call a friend or a random person. We'd like to get your opinion on, I don't know, what you like to smoke and drink. Uh, as far as drink goes, I really enjoy that, uh, that long branch that we had from Wild turkey. So you like wild turkey in general? That was good. Yep, wild turkey in general. Yeah, no, that long branch was good. I agree. Well, if you had a cigar brand or style or whatever, what would you choose for a cigar? I really like the Gurkha Revenant. Oh, the Gurkha Revenant Maduro. Mm. Have we done a? Oh, we did the Gurkha Real first. We did. Yeah. I don't we'll know. have to try the Revenant. We'll have to try the Revenant sometime. It's, it's a really I know good we've start. done Gurkhas. I don't yeah. know the differences the between Gurkhas. The Real is just the the. Are they just different model? sizes? I want to say model. It's or not model. are they different flavors? It's just a different cigar. It's just totally different cigar. Yeah. The Gurkha Revenant and the Gurkha Real are two different cigars. Okay. Different lines. Two different. So is Gurkha the brand? Yes, Gurkha is a brand. Gotcha. Okay. Because everyone's always like, oh, yeah, if you want to do a first cigar, Gurkha is the way to go. But there's so many. There's so many, yeah. So that's kind of a. So a you come in, you're going to come back on the podcast next week, Josh? Yep, I plan to. Perfect. <laughs> I guess. Oh, like, oops. I Wait. Guess Warren doesn't want you here. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the one I meant to do. Yeah, we definitely want you here. <laughs> All right, man. We'll drive yeah. safe. I know you're probably, let's see, I'm going to say eight hours out. Oh, are you coming back here or are you going? What's your GPS say ETA is? You did Christmas at home, yeah? Yeah, I did Christmas at home. And now but, you're driving uh, back? Yep. Oh. You couldn't have left a few hours earlier to make it to the podcast? We have a fourth seat open here waiting for you. <laughs> I don't get back till like 3 o'clock in the morning. I see your priorities. Okay, we'll still be going by then, so that's fine. That's right. I don't know. I said eight hours. It's six hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, Josh. Thank you very much. Yep. You'll have yep. a good one. You see too. Ya. All right. Josh all right. picked up. Well, of course he picked up. He's got nothing else to do. <laughs> he's driving. Probably, he's probably, just he's probably bored as hell. This night. Do we still think she's making drinks? Uh, it looks like she's still making drinks. I think we're about to hear... Oh, wait. No. Are we going to shaking? Nope. Shakey, shake, shake, shake. Let's see. Oh, wait. I can do the... Uh, let me... Oh, I'm on the wrong screen. I could call her. Let's see if I can call her now. Uh, let's do... I can do the bar cam. Get the... Yeah. She's putting stuff she in the system. She is so. still We're going to make sure... Here. So I have my insurance guy and her... 
are right next to each other on the contacts list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't want to call my insurance guy right now. No. <laughs> so those rates that we were talking about. Yeah, so is having a podcast live at the studio covered under my insurance? Maybe I should call him. We don't need to ask those oh. kinds of questions. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hey, Hello. Michaela. Once again, you're on the podcast, and uh, we're at the mystery alcohol portion of the podcast, so we'd like you to pick something and bring it over to us. All right. Anything you'd like this week. Okay. Thank you. I Dream of Genie? I don't know. I'm just trying to fill in. Sounds like I Dream of Genie. Sounds. Yo, I started watching a movie tonight. This is a little off podcast, but. Okay. I started watching a movie on Amazon. Black Phone. Black Phone? Oh my goodness. That is a great movie. Really? Great movie so far. I'm only right. like halfway through it. Black phone. Black phone. Phone. Like call like phone. phone. Yeah, telephone. Okay. It's pretty good, man. Interesting. It's yeah. a little scary. I don't like scary movies. Oh, I love of, scary movies. I don't like the jumpiness. I. Yeah. I don't like the issues. jump scares. I like like a a true scary movie. Like like I am not a Blair Witch scary type fan, but you give me like a good like a poltergeist-type scary movie, and I'm all in. Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, and I, I think that... Well, it depends on which one. If that you're talking original, about, like, 17 and a half, then no. no but original. one of the originals, yeah, absolutely. I uh, There's that many Nightmare on Elm Streets? Yeah, well, they I don't know. There's a lot of them. It's a good question to ask, though. I would yeah. ask... Uh, there's still one... It was one person now. <laughs> How do we get to 200? I don't know. I think we uh, got, so what'll happen sometimes on TikTok is they'll like drop you in and just like throw everyone at you and see how it does and see how it does. And I think that's what they did. And we did not do well. <laughs> we, we could not keep them, but it's hard. So I have, the, I need a longer cable. And I feel like if we put it in there next to the camera yeah. facing us, it would be mint. But. I like what you did there. Yeah, nice. Mint, nice you like how I tied oh, that back in? Oh, that's what I'm here for. Java mint cigar we're smoking. It's mint. And the mint ice cream. Yeah. And the mint ice cream from Rick's. Rick's Gourmet Ice, ice Cream yep. in Keene, New Hampshire. And the mint flavor in the whiskey. I didn't Look. get any mint flavor in the whiskey. I didn't either, but is, didn't you read it was in there? In I don't undertone? think so. Maybe it was some ice cream that fell in it. <laughs> Maybe I can't read. <laughs> So there are nine Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So I was uh, I was being a little dramatic and excessive. Sounds like with you. my call of seventeen and a half. Definitely sounds like nine. You. Definitely sounds like dramatic and excessive. Many. Yeah, that's me. Nine is good though. Nine's a lot of movies. That's a lot of movies. We don't even have nine podcasts. So <laughs> we do not. Who what knows if we'll make it to nine podcasts? So Josh, we we continually call all these people. Oh wait, here's our mystery drink. I was about to do a filler, but I think I want to save it for another episode. That's fine. So as a little teaser. Oh, God. I don't have no idea what this is. It's oh, brilliant. has anyone seen Smile? I have not. I have not seen Smile. That's Smile. But is that a horror movie? I believe it's a horror movie, yes. <sighs> and there's someone joining us from Pennsylvania. Hi, John. Hi. Thank you. Hey, John. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our mystery alcohol. Mystery alcohol is uh, a caramel color. Mystery. 
I have not smelled it yet, but if I had to guess, it's some sort of... It looks like a whiskey. Whiskey. It's a whiskey, yep. Who knows? We don't know until we smell it. Make sure you smell it with your mouth. I did. I opened my... Yeah, I know. You look like, you look like an absolute I look like idiot an idiot, but it's smell. I can get the flavors off of the smell when I do that. So... Oh. I'm just going to put... I know what to do later. I'm just going to put a <laughs> bottle of whiskey in front of you. <laughs> Whoa. Pause. Anyway... What do you guys get for smells? Caramel. Caramel. Yeah, huge caramel. Really? Yeah. Huge yeah. caramel. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have some things up there because I know what I have on the, on the you shelf. Know. You guys don't know? Nope. I have some things up there that are aged in oak barrels like whiskey that are not whiskey. Like no, this is a whiskey. A thousand percent. I'd, I'd... I haven't smelled it or tasted it yet, so I don't know. But... It's still the thing up. The two things up there do smell like whiskey Very as well. Caramel. I wonder how sweet it is. What are you guys' thoughts? It is kind of sweet. Mm. It's alcohol. Yeah, all the way through. It's not something I'd order. I'll it's put that what, out there. It's not the thing I was thinking of. No, I it's wasn't thinking of it. I was just definitely saying it could not be something that. that I would drink on the regular. This is not. Not very good. It's not high alcohol. Did you tell her to get the cheapest thing possible? Are you are you tired of spending not, money on this podcast? Is that what the problem is, I did Josh? Not tell her that. Or Josh, I know it's Christmas the, uh, time. I know we're kind of short <laughs> on funds. If there's one I get thing it. I'm not, it's cheap. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Be careful where you're going with that that line of thought oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> No. Oh, I was just going to say, the so, hookers I buy are all over $400. They, they, it's true. You do have high quality on the hookers. I agree. Which is a lie. I do not have hookers. No. <laughs> no Sorry, no. Mom. <laughs> or Grandma. Yeah. Or, or Rebecca. <laughs> Mostly Rebecca. That would probably be the first one I would yeah, have I apologized to. Yeah, that should have been first. <laughs> that was a joke, guys. I was just playing that all out like that on purpose. I mean, I can't get past the caramel, to be perfectly honest. Like, the caramel is so strong in this. Do you like how I'm hiding my face with my mouth open? Like, I'm hiding my mouth open while smelling it? I, I see that, but I can switch to the Josh cam, and, and now, now you're see- not hiding anymore. Now they see, see that wide open mouth. I have no idea what this is. It's uh, yeah. on the finish. It's kind of get that sweet caramel on the, on the nose, and then when on the finish, it gets slightly bitter. Definitely oh yeah, not, no, it's bitter on the finish. Absolutely. It's definitely not vodka. <laughs> or gin. I, like I don't think it's gin. I, I'm questioning if it's a whiskey at this point, but it is. I know it's a whiskey. I didn't even look up there. Sometimes I try to sneak a peek. I a thousand percent know it's a whiskey. There's <laughs> no looked, question. Because you looked. I didn't look you at looked. anything. You bastard, you looked. I looked at what? You looked up there when she was pouring Oh, absolutely not. No? Okay. Is that no. Old Forester product? Mm, I don't think so. No, I like I Old Forester. I don't I don't have that flavor. Old Forester. I'm going, um, I'm going to go off the reservation. Okay. Just kidding. I don't know. I'm well, leaning. I'm, guessing, I I'm, I'm, I'm leaning scotch on this. To be perfectly nah, honest. Now, nah, by what's no. missing from what I normally see up there, yeah. Penelope. I don't see the Penelope bottle. That's this isn't Penelope's. No. Not strong enough. No way. That's 116 proof. 
Right. Yeah, this you you get this 116 out of this. This isn't 116. No, this is. I don't get 116. I think this is. I think this is something cheap. It's kind of hard too, where we had such a good whiskey before. I know, right? So and now we got this like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, we've doubled our followers on TikTok. This is crazy. Let's go up to two. Yes. I'm going. Um, <laughs> I'm going Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden. I don't even know what that is. Um, finishes too. No, you're right. You're too right. Too rough. I just got it in my mouth. Fuck, what I is don't this? know. Evan Williams? I know I have Evan Williams. That's not on the shelf, though. No. Hey, what do you have? The basic Evan Williams? The black yeah, bottle? just the basic, yeah. Maybe. But that's... Uh, that's not, I think that's higher than 80 proof. I mean, that, this... I, I'm... This isn't a jack. No. Um, I was kind of leaning there at first with the smell, but after the taste... It smells very sweet. Another thing, too, that I find... Yeah, is when you finish your glass, and if you're drinking it neat, smell it because you get a lot of you get a lot of smells that way too. Once you finish, because there isn't a lot of alcohol left in right, it, it's, it's just, just the, the residual. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Go on, Basil Hayden. I know I'm wrong, but I'm going with it just to say something so I can call her. Yeah, this is taking too long. Yeah. No, it's not taking too long. It's just we're not very good at this. No, we are not we very suck. good at this. This is only episode four. Hopefully, we get better yeah. at this one. I hope so. It might. Dude. We just look like idiots. Next year, we should be able to like call everything just by smelling it. And then, then it's not going to be fun. We'll have to change to whiskey on ice. Ooh, there or it is. Mystery alcohol. Yeah, ice. we'll have to switch All it up. Right. Let's switch it up. Every Hold time. on, wait. I don't know yet. Well, Let make, me think about this. Decision. I don't know where my phone went. I don't. I don't know what you have. I'm going to say scotch, even though I don't think that. But I'm going to say scotch. I don't know what you, you have. Yeah, you can. You can just generalize. So I'm just going to generalize that it's a scotch, even though I don't think so because oh, it tastes like a sh- what cheap do you think? whiskey. What do you think? Scotch cheap whiskey, whiskey bourbon. It's a, it's a cheap whiskey. Joel, Scotch yeah, whiskey bourbon. Uh, you don't have Old Crow, so that's not it. Hey, hey, Michaela, we have zero. Once again, we have zero idea what this bourbon whiskey or Scotch is. Can you please inform us? Wow, not a clue. No um, idea. Okay. Um, what if I told you what brand it was? Um, well, that would probably give it away. Do you think you could guess? Yeah. Let's narrow it down. It's Woodford Reserve. Uh, what it is, is a Woodford. I didn't want to say it. Is it the okay. rye? Nope. No, it's a uh, bourbon. It's not spicy. It's just the regular. Is it the regular or is it the wheat? I feel like. Oh, is the it the wheat. wheat? It's the wheat. It's the it wheat. Is neither. Neither. We All fucking right. suck. Do you even have? What else do you have, Josh? I have the regular. I have double. Oh, double. Double. Double oaked. Yep, that's it. Uh, fuck. That Thank you, Michaela. That fucking makes sense. Thank you very much. Damn. You're well, welcome. Have a good night. We suck at this. <laughs> like, now that I said double oak, like that little spiciness at the end, where yes. you said it wasn't super clean. Yeah. That extra spiciness. Yeah. That's that, what that I get out of double oak. That tan yeah. and the second oak. I feel I bad would, I for shitting all over this thing. <laughs> I still never got it. We tried Woodford the first week, but we tried the regular one. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the, with double yeah, barreling whiskeys and stuff, good. that's a fine line you're walking. It is. Sometimes it'll pick, it'll pick up the tannin of being in a fresh oak barrel, if that's what they put in in the second time. Mm-hmm. Or they're trying to get that caramel. I think that's where that caramel came from, but I think it also picked up the extra tannin. Ooh, who are we calling now? 
Surprise. Ooh, surprise. This isn't on the docket. It is not on the docket. Well, the answer, that's the question. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Dan, you're on the podcast, just so you know. This is Preacher okay. Man Dan on Preacher Mike. Man Dan. I, I think just, Dan's going to be a regular on he is, this. Yes, But I just want to give a call. I know you drink uh, bourbon whiskey scotch pretty regularly, so I wanted to find out what you've had today. Uh, today, uh, I really, I just had a, just a glass of uh, Oakheart uh, rum neat. That's Oakheart what I just just finished having. Oh, nice. Well, thank you very much yeah. for that. You know, I, I stepped out of my little thing just a little bit, and I'm actually headed into Keene right now oh. as we speak. Oh, really? Well, enjoy your drive. Drive safe. And if you're in the area, stop by and have a little uh, George Dickel on me. George Dickel is on the menu tonight? Yeah, George Dickel bottle of bonds. Josh yeah. loves to give that dick away for free. <laughs> Dickel. Sorry, Dickel, Dickel away for yeah, free. Dickel. Yes. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, Dan. Well, thank you for picking up. Enjoy your ride. Drive safe. Absolutely. We'll talk okay, to you later. You boys have a good evening. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good new year. Thank you. Oh, happy new year to happy you new as well. Year. Happy new year podcast. And I hope everyone had a good holiday. Um, yeah, I think I it's think time to done. close it up. Yeah. Yeah, this was the this was a great night. I appreciate Joel. Joel, yeah, absolutely. Thank, you, Thank you very much for coming. We'll definitely have you on again as a cigar aficionado. Cigar authority. Sure. That cigar word works authority. too. And uh, speaking of authority, there's there's a podcast, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar in New Hampshire. Authority. I probably shouldn't keep saying authority, but I am not an authority. Those guys know everything there is. They are in authority. They know a lot. And there's also a podcast yeah. called The Cigar Hacks. Okay. Which we had here at yes. the Cigar Bar, and that really, like, drove me to do what we're doing here. So, like, this podcast, Stogies and Spirits, would not be here unless The Cigar Hacks came here and did their thing and kind of like showed me the way. So I really appreciate everything they've done for yes, me. Absolutely. Thank the you. podcast. And they actually mentioned our podcast on their podcast oh, well, a week or so nice ago, which is super nice of them. Um, and I hope, I hope they can come back and we can collab and maybe do something fun. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. We're just like the regular Joes. We're learning here. You're with us and uh, we're all learning together. Uh, if you want some like expert opinions and some, some real, efficient information yeah, they're the ones to go to so definitely check them out absolutely we focus a, they don't focus on alcohol very much it's no straight, they're straight up cigars, cigars. yeah we do yeah. a lot more on alcohol um, because that's just what I know more of that's what I've been around for a long time me too um, but I appreciate you guys all tuning in to the Stogies and Spirits podcast we film it live every week Wednesdays around 7.30pm at yeah, let's start the, saying 7.30 because we haven't hit 7.15 once. It's always been 7.30. It's, it's always 730 been 7.30-ish. At the Diplomat Cigar Lounge in Keene, 21 Davis Street. Um, thank you all for coming. All right. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, thanks for having Hello listeners, welcome to the Stogies and Spirits podcast coming to you live from the Diplomat Cigar Lounge in beautiful downtown Keene, New Hampshire. Is everybody ready?